0: and welcome to another episode of Animal Central and I'm your host author Frederick Fishman and also creator of the brand new Animal Central membership website and we created this membership website to help teach children about the animal world and you can find out more about Animal Central by going to our website at animals it's plural animals-central.com That's animals-central.com. Okay, let's get started. Let's go to our first segment, which is news. And we're going to talk about today how animals are finding surprising ways to adapt to the rising temperatures because of global warming. Did you know that a third of the world's species could go extinct in 50 years? Due to climate change, increased temperatures, researchers from the University of Arizona have found at this point, the science is clear that sooner or later, we'll have to say goodbye to a lot of animals and plant species around the world. According to a 2019 report by the United Nations, one million species are now at risk of extinction. This year, in a study published by Nature magazine, researchers found that ecosystems in tropical oceans might start collapsing in 2030 and those in forests and mountains by 2050. Other reports have found that if we keep heating the planet at current rates, up to half of all animals will lose more than 50% of their habitat by 2100. And yet some species will endure, from birds migrating early, sea turtles adjusting to their roots, caribous having babies earlier in the spring, and animals are already changing their behavior to adapt. But how will they survive the ever-increasing global temperatures? That, if we don't do anything, that will keep breaking records each passing year. The answer is an evolutionary puzzle that is still being completed, says Marta Munoz, an evolutionary, genesis, an evolutionary geneticist at Yale University. Our understanding of how animals use different strategies to maintain their body at specific temperatures, called thermoregulation, is surprisingly recent. There are two ways in which animals have evolved to thermoregulate. They either spend energy to maintain a stable temperature, which is the path that warm-blooded animals have chosen, or they strategically slow down or speed up their metabolism to match the outside temperature. The tactic that amphibians, reptiles, insects, and most underwater creatures employ. That's why when conditions get abnormally cold in Miami, you see iguanas falling from trees. Their metabolism slows down to a point that their muscles stop functioning. So we're going to stay on top of this and follow the story. okay how about some animal sounds i'm gonna play you three animal sounds and see if you can guess it And i'll give you a second or two and then i'll explain what these animals are and a little bit about them all right here is the first animal sound All right, now that should get your attention, because that's an alligator. And an alligator is a crocodilian species. There are two species within the crocodilian genus, and that is American alligator and the Chinese alligator. They first appeared about 37 million years ago. Alligators look fearsome, and they are because they're so big. They weigh about 790 pounds, and they can grow up to 14 feet long. The oldest alligator ever recorded lived 83 years. American alligators are found in the southeast U.S. and Mexico. Chinese alligators are found in eastern China. With heavy body and slow metabolism, They're generally slow-moving, but they do have bursts of energy, and they have that capability for escape or for catching prey. Muscles that close the lower jaw are stronger than the muscles that close the upper jaw. So what do they eat? Well, when an adult, just about anything that crawls, walks, or swims, they have and can attack humans, so it's best to stay away from alligators. Okay, here is the next animal sound. Alright, did you guess that one? That is the nightingale. It's a small bird known for its powerful and beautiful song. It belongs to a species known as Chats. It winters in sub saharan Africa, and in summer it migrates north to wide distribution in Europe. It's not found naturally in the Americas. They are about 5.9 to 6.5 inches in length, and they're plain brown with a reddish tail. They're named nightingale because it frequently sings at night. Their songs are loud and varied with whistles, trills, and gurgles. Throughout the centuries, because of their songs, it has been a favorite in the imagination of poets and storytellers. Scientists believe that the nocturnal song is an attempt to attract a mate. And so that is a nightingale. All right, here's our third animal sound. And that is a meerkat. It's a small mongoose found in Africa, and it's the star of many of an animal documentary. They're cute, alert, and they move really fast, too. They live in groups underground in mounds of dirt as entrances, and those underground living areas are called burrows. They're between 9.4 and 13.8 inches long, And they weigh about 1.4 to 2.1 pounds. They are active during the day and are continually in motion. Their burrows, by the way, that they live in are underground about 5 feet. They have numerous entrances that they can dive into in a flash. They live in groups of 30. They stick together. They eat mostly insects, small reptiles, even small birds. They have intricate calls to warn their fellow members. And I'm sure you've seen these cute little things all over television because they're so popular. So those are the three animal sounds for today. (music) We have a new sponsor here on the animal central podcast and i want to introduce them to you this is a company called free lunch coffee that's right it's called free lunch coffee and let me tell you a little bit about them i'm always looking for the little and easy way to make a difference in life and also to enjoy the things i really love and are fixated in and that's coffee that's for sure absolutely so doing this buying their coffee can't be easier because when you buy just one bag of free lunch coffee you are providing 10 meals to children in need and free lunch coffee gives away 50 percent as 50 percent of the money they make to end hunger in the lives of young children so how cool is that free lunch coffee also has some really cool custom designed mugs and tumblers each mug provides 10 meals and a tumbler provides 20 meals to children in need this could be a great christmas gift by the way and christmas is all about the spirit of giving you're not just buying gifts for yourself and loved ones but you're also feeding children well it can't be better than that beyond a fantastic cause free lunch coffee has great coffee that is especially grade, certified organic fair trade they also have a 100 money back guarantee for 30 days if you don't love the coffee they will give you a full refund and you can keep the coffee so you have nothing to lose free lunch coffee is offering a 10 percent discount to you if you use the coupon code zoo at checkout that's zoo z-o-o isn't that easy So you can check them out at their website at FreelunchCoffee.com. That's FreelunchCoffee.com. Usually when I read animal descriptions, which is our next segment here, I usually read them one animal at a time, but there's a list of, 20 animals that have completely ridiculous names there are some animals that have silly names like the aardvark and the flat-billed platypus and even the rhinoceros you probably know those but you don't know these i can tell you that for sure i've got a list of 20 here and i'm only going to read 10 today and i'll pick up the other 10 some other time i'll tell you a little bit about them after i read off their names all right ridiculous animal sounding name number one the Wonderpus, Phonogenicus. The Wonderpus is an octopus, and their name alludes to the fantastical appearance of this octopus. The octopuses have a rusty brown skin covered in white blotches, which form patterns that are unique to each individual. As Wonderpus octopus age, these patterns become more elaborate, and they are known for their ability to change its skin patterns to evade predators, either blending in with its surroundings or mimicking a venomous animal. Silly sounding animals number two, the spiny lump sucker. Members of the fish family known as lump suckers are called that because of their spherical shape resembling a lump of flesh. And they have modified pelvic fins that adhere to surfaces such as rocks, where they remain attached. Some species of lump suckers are also covered with spines. Number three, the pleasing fungus beetle. The beetle family that these creatures belong to contain over 2,000 different species. The fungus part of their name derives for their tendency to feed on fungus though some species also eat plant matter. Most species are pleasing because they are generally harmless to humans and may even act as pollinators. Animal number four with the crazy sounding names, the pink fairy armadillo. The pink fairy armadillo is the smallest armadillo family species in the world with a length of 3.5 to 4.5. 0.5 inches and a weight of about four point two ounces their small structure might explain the fairy part of their name and the pink part is derived from their pinkish shell and lightly covered fur number five the raspberry crazy ant now the raspberry crazy ant may be red like a raspberry but that's about it with their name connection The ant species is named after a a Texas exterminator, Tom Raspberry, who first noticed the ants' increasing presence in Texas in 2002. Originally from South Africa, the Raspberry crazy ant has become an invasive species in America, slowly spreading across Texas and the Southeast United States. Crazy animal-sounding name number six is the satanic leaf-tailed gecko. The satanic leaf-tailed gecko has a flattened tail that really does look like a leaf, which explains why it's called a leaf-tailed gecko. The satanic part of its name is more ambiguous, but may derive from the unsettling nature of its appearance. Number seven. The Tasseled Wobbegong. The Tasseled Wobbegong is a species of carpet shark with an appearance that's almost as strange as its name. It can grow up to six feet long, has a flattened body in colorful blotches that act as camouflage when it rests against the coral on the ocean floor. Number eight, the Hellbender. The Hellbender is the largest amphibian in North America it grows up to 29 inches long and it is the fourth largest salamander in the world after the South China giant salamander and the Chinese giant salamander and the Japanese giant salamander although it may not be the world's largest salamander it certainly has the most intense name number nine the chicken turtle the chicken turtle is endemic to the southeast United States, and it used to be a popular source of meat. It supposedly tasted like chicken, a trait that led to its name. The turtle is also known for its long neck, which usually approaches the length of its shell and enables it to strike at prey like insects, frogs, and fish. And finally, for this week's list of strange-sounding animal names, How about the star-nosed mole? The star-nosed mole gets its name from its bizarre-looking star-shaped nose, which is specially adapted for speedy foraging. Since the star-nosed mole is blind, it relies on its nose to locate food. So that is the strange list of animals with very strange names. More coming up in another episode. All right, to close out this episode, what do you say we read a poem? Uh, This is uh, from Jane Hirschfield and she is the author of eight poem collections, and she also served as chancellor of the Academy of American Poets from 2012 to 2017. And this poet of hers is called Three Foxes by the Edge of the Field at Twilight. One ran her nose to the ground, a rusty shadow neither hunting nor playing. One stood, sat, lay down, and stood again. One never moved except to turn her head a little as we walked. Finally we drew close, and they vanished. The woods took them back as if they had never been. I wish I had thought to put my face to the grass. But we kept walking, speaking as strangers do when becoming friends. There is more and more, I tell no one. Strangers nor loves. This slips into the heart without hurry, as if it had never been. And yet, among the trees, something has changed. Something looks back from the trees and knows me for who I am. And that is this week's episode of the Animal Central Podcast. And I want to thank you very much for joining us. And please join us again. And be sure to check out our brand new Animal Central membership educational website at animals dash central.com again that's the animal central website at animals dash central.com and please join us again next week for another edition of the animal central podcast take care bye-bye